Well, it's very good early morning to Mr. Matt Bird, all the way from London today, uh, from the city of Wimbledon. Good morning, Matt. Good morning, Letitia. It's great to be with you. Yes. Now, we just wanted to have a bit of a chat with you on several levels. Um, you run an organisation, you're the founder of something called Cinema Network, and I'll get you to tell us about that um, in a little sure. while. But, you know, we're also aware that uh, in London, you're at the epicentre of um, this virus, and we've been hearing horrific stories on our news of what's coming out of London. Give us, you know, a, a first-hand insight into what you're seeing. Well, uh, most of what we know is across the news because, of course, we're all in lockdown. We have been for several weeks. The schools have been closed. Um, businesses, have been, people are asking people to work from home. You're only allowed to leave the house for essential shopping, medicine, uh, to care for the vulnerable, vulnerable, and a bit of exercise once a day. So we're, we're not seeing uh, London because we're out and about. We're seeing it because we're reading social media. We're reading the news. Um, just this last weekend... Uh, the number of deaths in the UK uh, crossed 10,000, yeah. which is, uh, is just heartbreaking, really heartbreaking. So there, there must be people that you or your friends know that have died. Is, that, is it touching people personally that you know of? Oh, yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yesterday, um, a, a dear friend of mine, I heard the news that he died, uh, leaving his wife, um, children, grandchildren. And, uh, you know, he had a... Uh, an underlying health condition, but you know, it's, you know, but but actually, the people that are uh, the, whose lives are being taken don't always have an yeah. underlying health condition. Um, so it, it is reaching people. You know, yeah, most no, of us that... know somebody who's uh, who's lost life. So how long are you expecting to be in this lockdown? Nature? Uh, are they talking? <laughs> 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 well, they've said that we might be back to normal in October. Um, I think we'll be in lockdown for another, at least another month, if not two months. Um, you know, the danger is if they ease the, uh, the lockdown too fast, too soon, um, then um, what we want to, don't want to happen happens. Yeah. Uh, this is about staying safe, protecting our health system, um, because uh, if it becomes overrun, then the number of deaths will sh shoot up um, and you're about saving lives. So there's a number of large stadiums, conference centres uh, that have been turned into um, hospitals. So there's one um, venue in London called the XL Centre. I go there a couple of times a year uh, for a prayer meeting with 50,000 people through the night mm -hmm. and uh, they've turned that uh, auditorium. Uh, into a hospital, pop-up mm. hospital. So what's the general chatter? Is there hope or are people in despair? What are you hearing on social media? Oh, <laughs> you can hear whatever you like on social media. <laughs> oh, from the people you talk to, you know. Or, yeah. Um... yeah, yeah, sorry. Uh, but, you, you know, it's true, isn't it? I mean, there are conspiracy theorists. There are Absolutely. people <laughs> who are struggling and people full of hope and some people who are just blind to it all and are carrying on or trying to carry on regardless mm. um but you know amongst my, my community uh, you know which is uh, around the world um you know we're hearing you, you know that this is uh this is bringing the world to its knees mm. um you know all the things that we that give us confidence at times yeah. um or give some people confidence at times are being taken from us 
um, yeah. you know, stock market valuations, life itself, livelihoods, fame, celebrity. The coronavirus is no respecter of status or wealth or or anything. Um, you know, and it's it's literally, I believe, bringing the world uh, to its knees. And this is yeah. an opportunity for us as the church to pray and an opportunity for us as the church to act. Yeah. Uh, what, what I feel we mustn't do is, well, let's sit tight and wait and see what happens and how this works out. We must lean in and lean in now. Mm. Um, you know, we must um, be expressing kindness to our neighbours and our communities uh, because this is what Jesus calls us to. Yeah, so we'll get you to share a few stories because um, you're very unaccustomed to being locked down, a bit like me. We're generally um, on a plane somewhere to some place. And uh, I know this yeah, I'm normally in a different country every week, so this exactly. is exactly. So, um, but you you are the founder of Cinnamon Network, and so just tell us a bit about what that is and what it does. Sure, Cinnamon Network very simply helps churches transform communities, and we provide very practical, tangible. Um, projects uh, that churches can replicate. In Australia itself, there are six projects that we're particularly working with, and they've been replicated already in 913 churches. Um, so that's what Cinnamon Network's about. I founded Cinnamon Network in the UK. There are 30 projects that have been replicated now through three and a half thousand churches. Uh, okay. And we've been invited to help church to countries start a Cinnamon Network now in eight countries around the world. We just go where we're asked and uh, we don't do it to people, but we work with them to help them do it for themselves. Yeah. So give us an idea of what some of those projects look like. Yeah. Can I tell you some of the coronavirus? Um, yes, please do. Um, you know, I mean, well, I mean, I, mean, I, will, I will actually. So one of the six in Australia is called Circuit Breaker. It helps local churches um, address the issue of domestic violence by working with perpetrators, actually whether men or women, um, to help them um, um, confront and deal with uh, violence. Uh, so, but, it, but it doesn't do that by saying, hey, if you're hitting your husband or hitting your wife, come along uh, on yeah. Wednesday night, have a special group for you. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. nobody would turn up. It, yeah. it actually says, you know, if you feel your anger is beginning to damage your relationships, mm. we'd love to work with you. And so it approaches domestic violence through uh, an anger management uh, perspective to then go on and deal with all the issues. Um, and this is just a beautiful project um, that's now been replicated in 20 churches around Australia. Right. And uh, we think it would spread much more widely. Um, as, as you all well know, uh, one woman a week on mm. average is killed, not by a stranger, mm. but partner or former partner and the police get a telephone call every few minutes about a domestic violence issue so this is one of the projects that we are helping replicate and helping churches um, adopt around around the around Australia um, yeah. but at the moment Cinema Network uh, worldwide is focused on finding uh, innovative and new ways that churches are responding to the coronavirus because mm. we think really important really Absolutely. really important because we mustn't, you know, just because churches aren't meeting, it doesn't mean the church is closed. And uh, Her Majesty the Queen, uh, for the first time in her 68-year reign this weekend, gave an Easter message. And mm. the headline was, the church is not closed. Mm. Uh, and this is a time for us to not um, 
retreat and look after ourselves but by but following the the government guidelines there are still ways that we can uh, show kindness and love and care to people in our community so we're particularly interested in those stories yeah and you, yeah you've been highlighting some on your website which um, that's what sparked me to do this interview so tell us a few of those yeah, perhaps I can tell you one from the UK, uh, yeah. one from South Africa, and one from the Netherlands. And then right. as you listen to this in Australia, if you've got a story, I'd love for you to tell me. Um, just find me, um, mattbird at cinnamonnetwork.com. Email me, I'd love to hear from you. So a story from the UK is actually a story that my wife and I, um, uh, of my wife and I, what we've done on our street. So four weeks ago when the coronavirus first hit uh, the UK and London, um, we wrote a simple letter to all uh, our neighbours on our street, about 100 households, and just mm -hmm. said, over the coming weeks and months, you know, life is going to be challenging for some of us, uh, if not all of us. Um, would you be interested in starting a community support group um, so that together we can support one another? And uh, we were amazed. We had over 50 uh, responses um, from people. And we've formed a little WhatsApp group. Um, and people are, I mean, our street is quite friendly, quite neighborly, um, but the level of uh, neighborliness has gone through the roof. Mm. Um, people helping people with shopping, running errands, fetching medicine. Um, and my wife and I have just stepped uh, to one side in a sense because everything's done through the whatsapp group so there's yeah, no block yes. there, no control it's just yeah. the community supporting the community yeah. and uh and it's been really inspiring for us because friends have done exactly the same in uh, australia in other yeah. parts of the united kingdom in the united states uh south africa and other parts of the world uh yeah. as a result and it's just so simple um for you know, for us to do that kind of thing um, in South Africa, um, one of the churches that we work with, um, uh, obviously there's a lot of, um, in communities, a lot of shortage of face masks, protective mm -hmm. face masks, uh, PPE, personal protective, uh, protective uh, equipment, as they call it. <laughs> uh, there's, a, there's a great shortage in Africa. And uh, this church in the greater Cape Town area um, actually found a, um, a template for making protective masks and uh, each day um, there's a team of volunteers in the church who cut sew and make hundreds of protective face masks and these are made available to um, key workers uh, in the community in care homes and, and community clinics and the likes and these these protective face masks are actually can be washed and reused. Yeah, great. So uh, really amazing. And uh, there's lots of churches across uh, South Africa now that are making these face masks, which is mm. wonderful. Yeah, that's just so simple again, isn't it? Yeah, it, it is really simple. And yeah. uh, you know, the, the the materials are purchased, and then uh, they're available for people to pick up, uh, yeah. go to their homes, and then drop off afterwards. Um, and so it, it it respects social distancing. Uh, regulations in South mm. Africa, and um, I find then, that people are yeah. I find that people are, are looking for something to do. So if there's somebody who can lead and coordinate, and um, people yeah. jump these opportunities because um, we're all feeling a bit helpless and we're watching mm. things go by. So having opportunities is fantastic. Yeah, 
it, sometimes Patricia, all it takes is just a story, isn't it? Yes. Just the idea. And then somebody to take the initiative. Um, Absolutely. It's as simple as that. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So, yeah, the Netherlands. Oh, yeah, the Netherlands. There's a church uh, there that we work with. And uh, they've started a project called Listening Ear. And, and for all of us, the coronavirus creates anxiety. Uh, mm -hmm. And some of that anxiety is very obvious. Uh, but, I, but I think all of us uh, are experiencing it. And it's exhausting. Uh, and it creates great emotional strain on us and stress. Um, and this church in the Netherlands has started um, this project called Listening Ear. And that's simply what it is. It's made itself, the church has made itself known in the community and said, look, if you're experiencing anxiety and you'd like somebody to listen to you and just hear about your story, hear about your situation, uh, we're available. And the church has a team of volunteers uh, that are trained um, very simply to listen, yeah. ask open questions, uh, that just allows people to tell their story. Hmm. So and, uh, over the phone or? Um... Yeah, it's, it's over the phone. So um, yeah. people can register for, to, 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 to get a listening ear either online or telephone a public phone number. And then one of the volunteers is allocated to that person. Yeah. And they talk over the telephone or video call if yeah. the person would like. Yeah. And one of the other lovely things is at the end of the conversation, uh, the volunteer offers to pray with the person if they would like, either yeah. there on the phone or, or afterwards. Um, and it's just a very, again, a very simple way for churches to support people who are negatively impacted by the coronavirus. Mm -hmm. And there isn't a church uh, on the planet that couldn't do that if it yeah. wanted to. No, that's it. And how even more powerful if um, a few churches in a city get together um, and offer different volunteers and it just makes the resources go further. Yeah. yeah so these are some of the stories that we're finding. And uh, there's another couple of stories we found over the weekend uh, and they're going up. Uh, we simply ask people to make a 60 second video about what they've done. And then we write a little recipe about how other churches could do it. And they're all going on, they're all on our website. So, you know, yeah. people are listening to this and they want to have a look at these stories and other stories. And please just go to cinemanetwork.com, uh, oblique uh, coronavirus and you can check these stories out and others yeah no well that's fantastic well thank you matt for um i know it's um earlier morning over there for you late afternoon for me but um thank you for getting up the sun's beginning it looks like a sunny day in wimbledon today it is it's beautiful <laughs> really beautiful we were barbecuing the weekend which is quite unusual for this time of year uh-huh yes uh, we're sad that we won't be watching a certain tennis tournament this year from coming from Wilmington, but um, we'll look forward to next year. We're all we withdrawals, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, there are things that we're there are things that we're losing through this time, but there are also things that we're gaining. Yeah, and uh, you know, family time, uh, more neighbourliness, a simplicity yeah. of life, and these are some of the gains that we we. Uh, we we we, uh, we appreciate and are learning to appreciate more alongside the many tragic losses. Yeah, no, well, thank you so much for your time, for inspiring us and giving us an inside look into London. So all the best for your year and uh, <laughs> one day you'll get in a plane again, I'm sure. 
<laughs> yeah, well, uh, I'll be back in Australia um, as soon as the uh, international travel arrangements allow. So look forward to seeing you then, guys. <laughs>